Hello everyone, welcome to Struggle Session, I'm Leslie the Third, and today we're doing a very special bonus episode, um, we're talking about the Terminator series, you know, one of the greatest action film series of all time, and you know there's only one person I would ever want to talk about this many action movies with. And that's, of course, uh, Brian Quimby of Street Fight. Thank you so much for uh, joining us. You're welcome, Leslie. I'm I'm honored that uh, you would you would want to talk action movies with only me. I do need to make a confession right off the bat at the beginning. Okay. Okay. Last night at two a.m. was the first time I ever saw Terminator. Oh, <laughs> the first awesome. one. <laughs> awesome, awesome. You know what? I came to it very late as well, but I think. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I, I don't know, but I suspect you probably had a similar response that I did, uh, seeing it late and realizing that might be the, it's probably the best one, but we'll, we'll get to that. Um, so Terminator series, um, sci-fi action, a little bit of horror came from the mind of James Cameron. It actually came from a fever dream of his where he was like, afraid of being chased by a metal man with like knives or something like that and that was his idea of the film and the thing that you know most people probably have if who follow movies know about terminator is that uh they keep having to like remake it and reboot it and like there's always people are always fighting over the rights for it because who actually owns Terminator is not really that clear. Um, so we've had starts and stops. They've been uh, th- two cancel trilogies. I think there's going to be a third one because the new one is not doing well. So this will be the third cancel <laughs> trilogy for Terminator uh, in a row. Um, it's a franchise that, you know, peaked in 1991. It never was able to reach the same heights, but they, for God bless them, they keep trying as long as Arnold Schwarzenegger is still alive. Uh, they'll keep trying. But so, Brian, what's your overall feeling about the Terminator franchise? It's, it is fucking weird because you're like, you want it to be, uh, you, you do, I want sequels to this movie like i want the movies i want more movies to come out and actually thought the la- the the one that just came out was pretty decent like i would watch more yeah but the thing is like they've burned us so many fucking times i understand why people aren't seeing the new one even though i think it's it, like kind of an injustice but <laughs> i i do understand why people aren't seeing it after watching terminator 3 and terminator genesis and terminator salvation in 24 hours yeah, ab- yeah. <laughs> absolutely i think terminator genesis was probably the real one that uh fucked everything up because it's like a reboot of the first one starring khaleesi from game of thrones we'll get to there but you know <laughs> it, it is the series where the core concept is so sound and good that you think they could just keep making them forever, but they can never figure out like since the second one, how to do it right. Except personally for me, I think the TV series really like nailed it in a fresh new way and did something interesting things with the 
story and the whole canon and the whole, you know, the future elements and the time travel. I think that the TV show is, pro- is, you know, one of the best things about Terminator. But for the films, it's like they just cannot figure this out and they keep trying and they'll, and they'll probably, uh, I, think they'll probably keep trying because the 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 good thing about it uh nobody knowing knowing who owns it is is that one company who thinks they own it will make will make a film lose a bunch of money and then they'll be like fuck it and then another the other company who thinks they own it will make a movie lose a bunch of money and then be like (laughs) fuck it and they'll switch back and forth so it's not one company it's you know it's kind of a shared loss uh (laughs) about with the franchise it's weird uh uh Maybe it, it to me, I, like I've been thinking about this a lot today and I watched them all. Maybe it is just like that period where Terminator and Terminator 2 came out. Maybe it's something about that time in the world where they were able, where they were never able to pick that tone up again, you yeah. know? Cause that's the thing about Terminator 3 is like, it feels like a fucking mistake. Like, it, <laughs> like the whole time you're watching it, you're like, this is not. This doesn't match the tone of the two movies that came before it, you know? Yeah, I, I do have a theory I think starts with two, but we'll, let's dive in. Let's talk about one. So I, I did come to Terminator 1 late as well, even though like my friends would, you know, talk, talk about the film. Everybody knew like I'll be back, but I never actually sat down and watched it until maybe 10, 15 years ago. Uh, well after, you know, ter- I had seen Terminator 2 and 3. Um, and my God, I really, really love this film and it was so much cooler than I expected. It is like a neat as like neo, neon noir cyberpunk film where like it takes almost ex- it, every scene is like at night. There's a cool club scene. Everybody has like cool eighties hair, like the vibe, like the whole like vibe of the film is so much, uh, darker and cooler and hipper than I initially expected. Well, I mean, you know me well enough. We've traveled together and we've done a lot of stuff together that like the one thing that matters the most to me is being cool. And like um in that movie, I remember being I would have had to have been in kindergarten or first it, I would have had to have been in kindergarten. We had HBO when yeah. when my dad was just a single father, he was like, "We'll get HBO because uh, the kids will just watch it all the time." Yeah, I guess. <laughs> and uh, Terminator premiered on there. I, I, I. It was 1985 when it premiered on there, and I kept seeing the commercials. My dad caught me three different times trying to watch the movie <laughs> and made me turn it off. Now, incidentally, and I just told this to my wife today, he did watch Revenge of the Nerds with me, which I'm like, I think that's like worse than yeah, Terminator. That's way worse. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. Like content wise, Revenge of the Nerds is like far more offensive than Terminator. Um, but uh I finally I, I thought I watched it because I've seen Terminator 2, I've seen Terminator Salvation, Genesis, and the new one. I, I was like, ah, oh, I've seen Terminator. And like it was something that like almost like was implanted in my brain. Yeah. And then about halfway through the movie last night, I was like, I've never seen this before. This is <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's such a like just a perfect film. Like it's really it's really structured more like a horror film than the others. Like Arnold is meant to be, you know, this unstoppable killing machine and you're supposed to be afraid of the Terminator and it's supposed to be, you know, this terrifying unstoppable thing is uh, Cameron was actually influenced by uh, slasher films. That's, that's what kinda, it feels like. Yeah, that's yeah. actually what if that and and he is fucking scary in that movie. Oh yeah. Like that that is that dude is just fucking jacked the fuck up more than anybody. I just realized like you can see his swinging dick when he's walking up dude. <laughs> <laughs> and he's still intimidating. <laughs> he can I mean he kills everybody he comes across in the movie. And like most movies now like kind of try to avoid that and be coy or something or they just beat him up or you get like a little laugh line after it. But he like kills everything. Oh, in yeah. this movie and he is so fucking cool and he never dies it, well, like he does end up at the end he has to be crushed to pe- like he has to be broken to pieces and crushed before he'll stop trying to kill Sarah Connor which is fucking so cool to me I just thought I I just uh was I love the relentlessness of the character a lot and Arnold was like really great and he really did seem like a fucking robot in that movie and he's just I mean god damn I wish he wrestled you know? <laughs> <laughs> he does some moves in uh in Terminator 1 I believe he does like a choke slam and it there's a couple times where it looks like he's doing wrestling moves I know he's a pro wrestling fan so it's just you're looking yeah. at him and you're like this is like the perfect body yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, the guns, the guns in this movie, like, are so fucking cool. And like, it was like James Cameron wrote a list of guns that kids like and just put them all in the movie. Cause <laughs> he's like Mac 10, Uzi, Tech 9, Shot Off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything. This film is just, it just, I mean, I, I just love this film. I was actually so sh- shocked by how good it was because it's going to, I feel like in the culture, it's been completely overshadowed by Terminator 2. But like, there's so much in this film that like, so, and so many films try to copy this. So there was like, I bet there's 50 fake Terminator films. It's like fake Blade Runner and fake Terminator films from the 80s and the early 90s. You could do a whole podcast uh, series on films that are trying to be like this. And like, you know, it, it the, the the aesthetic of it is just so like perfect. It looks even it looks cool now. Even like Linda Hamilton's like 80s hair still looks cool on film even though in real life we'd be like, "Oh, what the fuck is she <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> is she doing?" But on this film, it, I I just love love the original uh Terminator. I think it's, it- you know, I'm sorry. It also has like some tropes that I love in it so much. And it's probably that's the movie that did it. But the Walkman scene where the girl's too busy listening to the Walkman to realize that her, the guy she's fucking is getting killed. Yeah. In the other room <laughs> is really funny to me. And the punks at the beginning. Like, oh, yeah. It was just like in the eighties. It was like, you need to have a scene where they can't hear what's happening and you need to have a scene with some punks causing trouble. Yeah. One of the punks, of course, uh, Bill Paxton, uh, 
is <laughs> as one of the he's the one with the really high uh, spiked hair. <laughs> Seems like the least likely guy to be a punk, but I guess it's because I just know him from a uh, Twister. Where he's not a punk, he's a weatherman. Well, in Near Dark, he's like a rockabilly punk vampire too, so he ah. he has it in him. <laughs> but I, 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 you know, I came to the series with Terminator Two, and uh, part of me thinks that the reason it is Terminator One has been forgotten is because America likes blockbuster movies. They yeah. like enormous movies, and. Uh, one of the things about one that I was really impressed with was like the pic- the the scenes of the future almost look better in that than they do in like some of the later movies. Yes, they they absolutely do. Uh, it's just an astonishing accomplishment done on a you know much smaller budget, six point four million dollars, which was nothing. And it's funny because like. Most of the people involved in it didn't think the movie would be any good. Like there's a quote from Arnold where he's, uh, he calls the movie, Oh, it's just some piece of shit movie I'm in while he's filming it. <laughs> and it's just like the lack of self awareness. Like this ended up being like his biggest, you know, break, his biggest, uh, most influential role, his most memorable, uh, character. I, it, it just kind of blows me away that how could they not know that this was something completely and utterly like different and fresh and breathtaking at its base? It is a goofy concept. I think if you're reading the script and you're doing the movie, you're like, this is fucking stupid. You know, like if I, if somebody came to me with the idea of Terminator now without telling me it was Terminator, I'd probably be like, you know, the time travel stuff is too confusing now. Yeah. It's stupid, you know? <laughs> so I think I understand why they didn't think it was going to be big because it's like people just don't <laughs> like complicated things very much. Yeah. And maybe Arnold didn't understand what he was doing at the time, but it's such a like everything about it is and, and what you were saying is true. Everything about it is so different. Like there wasn't. I, I don't know if there were really sci-fi movies that played like horror movies or action movies. Like this has three different genres in the same movie. Yeah, yeah, and all of them are done uh, really well. Just you know, top to bottom, love Terminator. Um, definitely, I think it's probably my favorite of all the films. But and that's kind of controversial because we talked uh, when we when I was on your show about our, our favorite action movies of all time, and everybody was yelling us that we had to put Terminator Two on the list. We were scumbags if we didn't put Terminator Two on the list, and we were both like, uh, I, "Well, I was like, yeah, I kind of like Terminator One a little bit better." Um, but let's talk about Terminator Two: Judgment Day, an actual action movie. I think, yes. like they they got rid of the horror elements, like a lot of the scarier elements of the movie are gone in this movie. But I think it's great. Like it's not in my top five, maybe because I've seen it a zillion times. But also, it's just kind of like there. There's a type of action movie that I like more than Terminator Two. Like I, I, I like have a soft spot in my heart for like a little more goofy types of things. And Terminator Two, again, nails the tone of the first one. Like they did get the tone. It seemed like they had everything right here. 
Uh, and it's just pure action. Like I remember seeing it when it came out and just being captivated by it. Yeah, I think yeah, that's a perfect word, captivating. It's a captivating film, and it's pretty relentless. Even just starting, I mean, it starts with the scenes in the future. You get the uh, Arnold coming back, and you get that scene in the hospital with Linda Hamilton where she's like going nuts and stuff, and it's just like it, it, it's a really. I mean, everything about it is like they don't fuck around in this film. It's just a strong, a strong, strong ass action movie. Certainly one of the greatest action movies of all time, but is an action movie. And I do miss, you know, the kind of horror elements from the first one. And the thing I miss most, and I think, you know, this is the same thing that I think James Cameron did with Aliens. He made a sequel that, you know, is very good and great in his own right. Um, not as good as the original, but still great. But it ruined everything else that came after. It ruined I, I, <laughs> the 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 tone gets so fucked up after Terminator Two because of it being a blockbuster, yes. enormous summer action movie. I mean, people. I was I was in I think uh, sixth or seventh grade when Terminator Two came out and it was everywhere. Everybody was fucking talking about it. You know they were talking about it on Jay Leno. It was a huge ad in the movie section of the newspaper, and there was a huge budget behind it. And you could tell that movie still looks good too. It yeah, still looks great. Highest budget of all time at the time when it was a hundred I think six million dollars biggest budget film of all time. And yeah, the way the how it, you know it, you. you hit the nail on the head it got the tone right but by turning it, it into like a blockbuster series like it could never capture it again and i think one thing that is missing from it is you know there's no neon in this one right like there's a lot of day scenes like uh, even though this film does look really cool and has a nice aesthetic it doesn't have as stylized an aesthetic as the first terminator and then when you look at the ones that follow aside from salvation none of them have any like style at all they don't they just look like every other fucking movie which you know i don't think is uh was a good call for terminator it, it terminator 2 has like this early 90s non-aesthetic it's almost like norm core instead of being <laughs> in the city at night it's in like the suburbs during the day it it kind of vibe to it 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 does have some you know night obviously it does have some night shots and elements to it especially towards uh the end but i feel like you know with this sequel james cameron kind of the destylized uh, a lot of the movie to make it more feel like bigger and broader and more of a blockbuster Right. And and one of the things about this movie that I think the thing that hurt the rest of the series was that he incorporated humor in this movie, like, and not too much. Like, it was fine. Yeah. There, but there was all the humor in Terminator comes in the first Terminator comes from like... Like you being like, I thought that was funny when that happened. It, yeah. it doesn't feel intentional, but it feels intentional in Terminator 2, but it's not bad. It's like well done humor, uh, for an action movie. Oh, of yeah. Course. And, uh, th I think, I, I think that's what really, like in the end, like it, like Terminator 3 is such a victim of them thinking that the humor was the main thing that people liked about Terminator 2. <laughs> Yeah, so I, 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 
because you know Terminator Two is the one that turns you know Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, the T eight hundred, at least another version of it, into a hero, a good guy. The scary villain from the first one is now the hero, and he's facing an even scarier villain in the liquid and um, Robert Patrick's T one thousand character. And th- this is a pattern that they've basically repeated in almost all of them uh, since, uh, because everybody loves. Arnold as the Terminator and they didn't want to see him and you couldn't make him a bad guy really be the bad guy after his salvation tried for a little bit and I think they actually did it well but after seeing his character growth in two like you don't really want to see him go back to being just a relentless killer I think and I think what you know Terminator 2 kind of gets at and this is something that the uh, TV series, uh, talked about and the newest film, um, uh, really dives into like the, the T-800 as a character himself and his growth all over these films into becoming, you know, getting his own purpose and becoming more human. Now, I think that's an interesting story. But none of these films really like go whole hog with it because they still have the human characters that they're focusing on. None of them. And like, it's not really the type of story that you want to tell in a bunch of blockbuster movies. It worked a lot better in the TV show where they had the time to like show these Terminators after their mission has failed or been completed. Like, what do they do? How can they live? Do they become human? What, what do they just destroy themselves? What happens with them? I think that's the kind of story that's been told accidentally over these six or seven uh, Terminator films, but it, uh, it, all, it, you know, I wish there was like a super cut that just kind of could put them all together, but you really can't uh, put it all together because it doesn't fit. An- another thing I find like about Terminator two was the liquid Terminator is very cool. And for some reason, they haven't been able to do anything different since the Liquid Terminator. The bad guy is always just a Liquid Terminator. Sometimes it's black. That's the only difference. Yeah. Yeah. So let's uh, move on to Terminator 3. They did do something a little different. Made the uh, Liquid D Terminator uh, a woman. um, Played by uh, Christina Loken, the TX she actually seems kind of possibly like less powerful than the liquid because she's more solid. She's like kind of liquid. She's not liquid, but she can change her shape a lot and, uh, and is a little more solid. So it seems like a little bit easier to kill. I actually like Christina Loken as a Terminator. I don't know about the red suit. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess this, you know, it was of the time. <laughs> I, I, I gotta say this about Terminator three rise of the machines. I fucking hated this movie and I like bad stuff. Like uh-huh. I am just a huge fan of like, even like things that suck. I can usually get enjoyment. And let me just say, I did enjoy watching Terminator three, but I've not, it's rare. It's so rare for me. To see something that so misses the tone of the first of the movies that came before it. Like, I don't know what happened here, what the writers were doing or what the director was doing, but they completely get it wrong. And it all like down to I didn't like her having a a weapon 
in her, you know, like yeah. as a part of like, I hated that. I, <laughs> I loved that you go that like part of the Terminator movies is going to go get the guns. Oh, Everybody's yeah, yeah, got to yeah. go around and go find a gun when they get here because they're naked. But she had one in like as part of the machinery. And I hated that. And I hated <laughs> when she made her tits bigger. For no reason, by the way, she just ends up killing the cop anyway. Like, what's the point in making your tits big? <laughs> and it was just like, it was such a, like, a, it was so goofy. And, and like, that's not, I don't think that's the spirit of the thing. Like, our, Hostel La Vista Baby isn't like a funny thing to say in, in everyday life. Like, nobody would ever mistake that for a joke or anything. The funny thing is that it's Arnold Schwarzenegger as a robot saying Hostel La Vista Baby, and that's it. Yeah. Like, that was the only, that's the joke. In this movie, they kind of played Arnold for a lot more laughs yeah. than they had previously done, and even afterwards didn't do. And I think the new one, uh, plays him for laughs in a good way. I think he's good in the new one. But like in this one, like when he talks to the guy's hand and when he says talk to the hand, yeah. it's just what happened to this? It's like fucking, you know what it's like? It's like Deadpool. It's like yeah. watching a Deadpool movie. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, T3, I, I, I think I liked it a little bit better than you, uh, like a little bit more than you, because I do like the cast. Um, of it, I think it's a pretty strong cast, even though it kind of annoys me that they keep changing, like, who John Connor is. Yeah. Uh, that kind of annoys me over the while, but I like Nick Stahl. I, I like Claire Danes. I think they do both of, like, a really, uh, good job in this but the reason like the part of the reason the tone is so off is that james cameron had absolutely nothing uh to do this one and they still gave it like the biggest budget of all time at the time of making the film uh, i can see being i mean like it's it is weird that a movie like that at that time would come out and and like kind of i think everybody would unanimously kind of hate it but it doesn't get that word of mouth the same way that like now when a movie comes out, you know, whether or not you should go see it within like 24 <laughs> yeah. hours, yeah. you know, sometimes before it even comes out, you know, wh whether or not you should see it. So like people, I think they knew people were going to go see T Terminator three, no matter what. And they didn't give a shit. But mm -hmm. I, again, I think the vibe of this movie, this could be like a movie in like uh, the Deadpool series or in the Marvel universe it's yeah. it's just it's very generic and the humor doesn't land um there are some cool scenes in it uh, obviously is yeah. this the i am now i i feel dumb but this is the one where the crane where they drive down the street with the crane and the thing is to the side and it's knocking everything down in its path that uh, I like. Is this one the one the crane? Like, geez, I'm pretty sure because I just watched the one with the crane, and I did the only yeah, one I haven't one seen recently is Terminator Two. Yeah, which it is I've the seen one a thousand times. Yeah, I love that. Scene. I thought that was so cool. I love uh, movies with a lot of destruction that isn't like uh, in in uh, I I say like the kind of destruction that's the opposite of the destruction at the end of the Avengers, the first one, where it's yeah. like. Everything just gets destroyed. I like the kind of destruction that's like a street gets completely yeah. fucking destroyed. You know? Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it does have some great scenes. I like that chase scene. But what I like about this movie, my favorite thing about the film is the ending, the kind of twist ending. 
that, you know, we've been thinking that all along, you know, fighting these Terminators and protecting John was going to stop Skynet. And this film kind of answers definitively, no, Skynet is going to happen um, no matter what. Um, was anything supposed to happen after this movie? Because that is an odd way to end the series, I think. Um, I Let me see. I don't know if there were, you know, a, a direct follow-up. I kind of felt like I kind of felt like at the end of Terminator Three that it was setting you up for Terminator Four, you know, and it 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 never happened at all. But it seems like they abandoned it, and it is weird that like they couldn't stop Skynet from happening. But it is very cool, you know, like that that does make the movie a little more honest and a little better. Than some of the stuff that would come later, because you yeah. can't, you just can't stop Skynet from happening ever. Yeah, I, I, like, I like the ending felt just like a Twilight Zone like ending. You know that you know you you're going through all this trouble and the world is still uh, going to be destroyed by Skynet, and it's just about like surviving. And I like that they don't fall in love du- du- during the film, but while the bombs are dropping, they hold hands. Like I like that. I yeah, like, I like that. I think that's a, you know kind of enough. Um, so I, I really like the, just the last few minutes of this film really, you know, kind of save it for me. Um, it's not a film that I go back and watch that often, but you know, I, I have fond memories of that last, those last moments. That's true. I mean, I will agree with you that the end of this one is, is good. It's just, there's some really corny shit yeah. in this one. <laughs> and up until this point, it hadn't really gotten corny yet, which is that shit. You know, we're in 2019 right now and watching movies from 1984 and 1992 is like, there's going to be corny shit in them, but they don't come off as corny, you know, the first two. And this one just, this was the first time where I was like, ah, shit is fucking corny, you know? Yeah. All right. And so moving on to uh, 2009's Terminator Salvation, I probably the most, not the worst one for me, but the definitely the most disappointing one uh, uh, uh leslie can i say it's number i i have two movies in my life that i've ever almost walked out of and this is one of them oh yeah <laughs> i can definitely see that i can definitely see that i remember when this was announced that they were going they were going to cast christian bell as john connor now and mick g was going to direct and i like mick g uh for the fast lane series which is still holds up so other stuff not so much but fast lane is good um i i liked him he's a very stylish director i think you know the style of this film the look of this film is pretty much perfect for like the post-apocalyptic terminator world uh, i think but that's about the only thing that's perfect in this film uh christian bell you know i they they cast batman christian bell as john connor i thought i we've been waiting to see john connor fully realized on screen really doing fighting uh for humanity fighting against the terminators singing this all-out war we've been waiting for this you know since 1984 and then you walk into the film and you realize, oh, wait, Christian Bell is not the main character in this movie. Well, and and John Connor, uh, they don't get the ca- the characters. They don't do it right no. at all. Like no. this, that is not John Connor to me. You know, yeah. like the idea of a, of a like a brooding antihero. John Connor is so stupid when like everything you've ever heard is that he's like this charismatic 
relentlessly positive leader of this resistance. Yeah. And then this guy's just walking around brooding through the whole movie. By himself. Yeah, it stinks. And yeah, the other guy is, can I ask, uh, cause you're way better at faces and stuff to me. Is the guy that the movie is about, the Kyle Reese, the, or no, that's the kid. Is yeah, the, that's Anthony Yelchin. Yeah. Is that the guy that ruined the Die Hard movie too? Is that Sam Worthington? Let me, I see. guess no, no, it wasn't Sam Worthington in that Die Hard movie, was it? No, uh, no, no. It, he good, wasn't. good. He's been, he's been, he's in, uh, I guess he's in Avatar. Um, he's in a few things, but he is, he's one of like the B level white guys that came out <laughs> in, uh, in like the late 2000s, early, you know, to, uh, you know, to 11. And, and there's, most of them are still going pretty strong, but there definitely is like a crop of like B level white guys who like n- probably C level actually when you take into account like the Marvel movie white guys, cause like, like good looking. They all like are like handsome, but they all look the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> there's just so many of them. In fact, they have another one in uh, Jai Courtney in the next. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all of these like sea level white guy actors, but God bless them. They're they're trying their best. But yeah, this movie is about him for some reason, and it just it's. I mean, I, I was some, I was so disappointed because even like when I saw the trailer, the trailer looks beautiful. And I think they had like a, a nine inch nail song playing, uh, during and it just looked so badass. It's like, oh man, everything is like brown and black and like it looks like Mad Max and Fallout. And it's just going to be like this epic battle of, you know, Christian Bale beat fucking up some robots. And it's just not, it's not his story. It's, he has this weird, this is the weird subplot is that actually everybody hates John Connor and doesn't trust him for some reason. And the only reason they might, and he's like more of like a prophet figure, religious prophet figure than like a real, you know, serious leader. It's all about Sam Worthington, who's like half robot for some reason, even though like the T-800s are the infiltration unit. So I don't know why they need like another type of infiltration unit. It's just, and even like the action scenes, like some of them are good, but not really Terminator good, you know? No, no, the action scenes in Terminator movies, uh, because they usually happen in present day, seem like they have like real consequences and you can see all the things happening. You know, like, like when the crane is driving down the street, you can see it knocking down yeah. all of the stuff on the street and wrecking all of the cars. Where in this movie, I think the the challenge in this movie was to uh, still have destruction when the place is already destroyed. And uh, I think I don't think they they kind of did it right. I also like McGee putting his music touch on the movie. I like, I was very embarrassed when they played rooster by Alice in chains in it. And he was like, it's something my brother used to listen to. Or when they played, you could be mine by guns and roses again. It was like, it was just kind of embarrassing, you know? Um, I, I, so I saw this movie in the theater and, uh, I had to get up and take breaks during it because I thought it was an ugly movie and and it was boring. Like yeah. I found it to be boring. And um, at that time, I didn't know that it didn't match the rest of the Terminator movies because I hadn't seen all of them. Uh. But watching it today, I was like, this is just like, I don't know. I I like John Connor 
And I don't want I want John Connor to basically be like Jesus. Yeah, well, know? that's why his initials are JC. Yeah, I that's what I but that's what he should be. He should be like a charismatic Jesus type guy. And in this movie, they just they made it, it and it was cuz it's 2009. Everybody was an anti-hero and everybody was brooding, but I just can't believe how wrong they got John Connor in this yeah, movie. Yeah, like, especially, you know, Christian Bell. I was especially disappointed in him because there was that uh, audio from leaked um, from the shooting where he gets, like, super mad at the lighting guy um, for fucking up because he's supposed to be so intense and in, in the head of his character. And, like, he didn't realize – in he's a method actor but like christian you didn't realize how much this character sucked while yeah. you were playing it like come on i can't imagine i i think probably everybody on set at this movie thought it was great because again it looks good ever like it doesn't look it looks real enough and and there's enough stuff in it that's kind of cool looking I, I I mean, you can clearly tell that this is Common's like first movie because he is not good in this. Yeah, but, um, it, I don't know. I it's it that's a real letdown because that that showing movies showing Terminator movies that all happen in the future is something that would be great. It would be fucking great to see the battles. Yeah, but this just this isn't gonna do it. Yeah, I think you need James Cameron to show the battles. Yeah, absolutely. You need James Cameron, someone with his scale, his vision, and because I mean, Mick G is a really fast moving guy. But the thing that makes the Terminators kind of cool is that they're kind of slow and plodding, and they keep and relentless. That's how they come at you. Even the scenes in the future from T1 and T2 kind of have that, you know, weird kind of stop motion feel to the Terminators. While these Terminators are mostly, you know, CGI. I think I like the ones that like their bottom half is like wheels and their top half is just like a Terminator with a machine gun. That's kind of cool. But I like the motorcycle Terminators. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was fucking cool. I, At first, I was like, is there somebody, is there like a robot on the motorcycle? Because that would be stupid. Yeah. Because like you, you could just have the motorcycle be the robot. But yeah. like there, there are a lot of cool things in this that if it was, I you know, it was badly written, it was badly acted, and it was badly directed. So it's just like, this maybe could have been something. This idea could have been something that we'll probably never see play out. Yeah. But uh I would love I I would love to see somebody else take a crack at writing this thing in that time period. But this was just this this that the, year 1 and Terminator Salvation are the only two movies I've ever almost walked out of. <laughs> Yeah, I do want to say like Moon um, Bloodgood. I really, really like her as like an action heroine. I wish she had more to do in this, and I also wish Hollywood wasn't so racist because they didn't cast her anything big after this. When I mean, she, I think she's like a perfect like Hollywood uh, big budget heroine, but she's like you know Asian and dark skinned So no. Um, but yeah, I, this one did have like a ton of rewrites and even, you know, while they were filming it, part, uh, part of the script leaked. I don't know if it was during, while they were filming it or like really close to it. The ending, the part of the script leaked and people got so mad at the ending. The original ending was that John Connor was going to die and Sam Worthington was going to wear his, put on his face so that John Connor 
ended up being actually being a Terminator himself, a robot himself. And people were so mad at this that they rewrote uh, the ending where they instead John Connor just gets the guy's heart. And I just don't like, why are you going down that path? This could be such a, like if you cut out Sam Worthington's character, this movie already improves and that's not a knock on him or his portrayal, but like, we want to see John Connor, like the Anton Yelchin playing Kyle Reese. Like that's enough of a secondary like thing going on for it for this to be a solid movie you didn't need to have like a second main character it's just um bizarre a guy that nobody gives a shit about yeah that is like a habit that that happened that i think the movies even though they're not getting like like uh just with the marvel movies like at least they don't do that like they in the in the early two in the 2000s and in the 90s and in the 80s a lot of sequels would like give you something you didn't want in the movie and then avoid giving you what you yeah. like actually wanted. And at the very least, the Marvel movies yeah. don't do that. <laughs> yeah, they you know, don't. they give you exactly, I mean, they suck because they give you exactly what you yeah. want. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's no like, there's nothing, there's no uh, worry that you're not going to get exactly what you want, but they at least. Because that used to suck. I, I mean, you would go see like an action movie sequel and it wouldn't even be an action movie. Yeah. W- w- one thing I do want to praise this film for that they do like perfectly is the um, T-800 entrance and cameo. Because I was not expecting that when I saw it and just seeing Arnold like show up and be a villain again. I like that. I thought that was uh, cool. I don't think I don't know if the action that follows was really you know yeah. that memorable, but it was a nice entrance. It was, it really worked. Yeah, it, I mean, yeah, it was sweet when he came out, but yeah, it, it just it doesn't deliver. In the end, like it, it doesn't end up delivering. Was that really Arnold in in that movie? And no, it was CGI and it actually looks That's really cool. really good. <laughs> I couldn't tell. I couldn't. Tell. Yeah, <laughs> so it, I think is, it looks that better is good. Than, than the CGI in the newest one, actually. Yeah, I mean. They rely so much on it now that it, it just is so obvious, you know? Yeah. I hated this movie, but I just, you know. Okay, this year one and Public Enemies, those are three movies that suck incredibly bad that could have been. I mean, this could have been a great movie. Yeah, so it could Public absolutely Enemies. Could've. You know? Yeah, like, it had it had all the pieces together to make a great film. I just don't. I just don't know what they were thinking. What like like why didn't somebody say, "Hey, you know, why don't we just make this movie about John Connor? We're paying yeah, we're paying Christian Bale twenty million dollars. Why don't we just um make it about him? Um, this is supposed to be a it was supposed to be a trilogy. It was supposed to be a, a trilogy. <sighs> I don't know. Could have been so fucking good to watch John Connor like grow up. It, it, like we could have watched him grow up through the war and yeah. get to where he's at, and then in the in the in the final episode of the trilogy, he's like the John Connor that's like giving rousing speeches and defeating Skynet. It's like no, you decided to like add some weird half robot man, yeah, and. uh John Connor decided to be Batman. Yeah. It's like, he just, he just played Batman in that movie. <laughs> you know, if anything, they could have reversed and they could have had Anton as John Connor and then Christian Bale as Kyle Reese. And that would have been like, that would have worked. 
I think. Damn, you did that is that does fix it. I don't know why they uh, other than like uh part, I'm sure that the studios sort of pressure writers and directors and stuff to get a guy like Sam Worthington in a movie. You know, yeah. like, cause there are guys sometimes that it feels like Hollywood's trying to get over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to use wrestling terms. Yeah. But I, the, the guy, the, the reason I say the guy in that Die Hard movie, uh, Live Free or Die Hard, the one, or the one in Russia, you know what I mean? He was in like 15 fucking movies, it seemed like at the time, and every single one of them sucked. <laughs> and like, it was just like at the time I was like, I think, Hollywood's just trying to get this guy over and it's not working. And, and that's what Sam Worthington feels like. Cause he was in a bunch of movies that should have been good that weren't very good. Yeah. Like, you know, there, there's that, that whole league that they tried to make happen. Now, I don't know if any of them ever really broke out. Like half of them are, are just on like Netflix TV shows. <laughs> 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 oh, well, poor. that, uh, you know, that's not insulting anymore, Leslie, because, uh, um, that's not insulting anymore because sometimes TV's better than movies now. No. <laughs> that's the thing that, that is used so much. The yeah. guy I'm talking about just for everybody is Jai, Jai Courtney. Courtney, who is, yeah, in... he is the guy that they tried to get over that just, it did not happen. Yeah. Well, now let's move on, uh, to Terminator Genesis, which, you know, I, this is definitely the worst one because it's the one that I watched and I did not remember a single thing about it probably about an hour after I watched it. Just, I had to watch it today and I have seen it before and you're right. Like I, I was like watching the, a new movie to me today. Yeah. So this one does have Jai Courtney as Kyle Reese. This starts off as like a remake of Terminator 1. Um, with the difference being that uh Sarah Connor now, now played by uh Khaleesi, who is um not a good actress and no replacement. <laughs> um no she's no Sarah Connor no. at all. Um I, I I don't know why. And the funny thing is, um Cersei from Game of Thrones plays Sarah Connor in the TV show and she's fantastic in it. She's absolutely good gets over everything about the character and things we don't actually get to see in the films but uh khaleesi over here uh just you know her usual uh, non-acting self um except she has a like an old terminator who's raised her for her whole life whole life so she's already um a badass or at least as uh it, like linda hamilton in uh t2 but i didn't really get that feeling at all um she has no chemistry with the new Kyle Reese Jai Courtney um does anybody have chemistry with Jai Courtney though (laughs) you know he's actually good in Suicide Squad with all like the makeup with all his like beard and stuff on and the Australian accent but that's about it yeah Um, I mean the thing about this movie, somebody on, I, I was posting that I was watching a Terminator movies, I think yesterday, and somebody said like, Terminator Genesis is watchable. And like, that's sort of how I felt about it. Like, I, yeah, it's like, I could watch it. I watched it twice. I didn't, I still, I kind of don't remember most of the movie yeah. even now after watching it three hours ago. So 
But it isn't like offensive, you know. It's not like it, it, they. I do hate that they made John Connor a villain. Yeah, that sucked. That sucked. That yeah, that stinks. Like it seems like none of these people understand the character of John Connor. Either that, or I. Uh, maybe it's me. <laughs> I don't understand John Connor as a character. But it, it is like you can't. It seems like you can't just have like a good guy. Anymore. Yeah, like a guy that is really, really good, you know? No, Im- impossible. Like, because they all understand, like, this has been in anticipation. This is the most John Connor, um, you know, that we get besides, you know, Salvation. Well, it, it might actually be more than uh, Salvation. <laughs> uh, think about it. And it's just like, you know, we've been, it's just, we don't want to see him as a villain. Like, that doesn't do anything uh for us that's you know you're remaking basically the first two movies already oh my god and i I just don't know what what they were thinking again this was supposed to be this was planned is supposed to be a trilogy uh that they were going to do with a new reboot a new thing and it just kind of you know flopped basically like nobody really cared about it or saw it or remembered it i i you know, there's so many places you could go with Terminator. Rebooting it with, you know, less interesting actors, bringing in John, uh, evil John Connor, who's now a Terminator. That's not the way to do it. This was right. a bad John idea. John Connor has to be a good guy. He, uh, I'll use one more wrestling term. He has to be a white meat baby face. Yeah. That's <laughs> like the thing that he has to be. He has to be like positive and charismatic and all of that stuff and in in this movie i think they nailed him at the beginning i really felt like at the beginning of this movie they got him right and then they turned him into a villain and got it completely fucking wrong you know because he was good i think at the beginning yeah when he was actually john connor yeah and and like this that's what i wanted that's that's what i wanted from terminator salvation was that guy yeah 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 he's he's you know a good you know even though the character the actor who plays him is kind of like villainy looking uh oh yeah he is but for the most part yeah this is you know the john connor we want uh John Con- but it's not the John Connor we uh deserve because he ends up being affected by a Terminator and he's the main villain by the end. And I I don't remember much of this movie. What I, I mean it, it's so embarrassed. Like there's some really bad stuff at the end where he like turns into like a blue mist, you know, and he's like you will never beat it's like he's taunting them around the server room. Yeah. It just doesn't <laughs> It sucks so bad. And they stop Skynet in it, which seems like it's against the rules of Terminator to me. Yeah. Like, Skynet has to happen, and it has to happen in the year that it happens. I think it was 2017. Well, I I guess they can push it. it, They push it back for T3. It's pushed back. But, you know, when in T2, they did push it back, and then it happens later in T3. So I think... You know, it's okay if they push it back, but it's not okay if they just stop it. But actually, they don't stop it because the, there's a mid-credit scene that shows that Skynet is still active. Oh, shit. I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, I never watched the credits. <laughs> well, because I buy the movies on iTunes. And, it like, basically, when the last scene goes on, it's like, hey, you still want to watch this? You know? So <laughs> I, I didn't get to see it. But it... uh 
I, it's hard for me to explain because, like, I don't, I, I, I think they got a few things right in this, and they were on the right path. But whoever made it made a lot of stupid choices. Like, I hate, I didn't like that they made a uh, time machine in, I think it was 1997. They made a time machine. I didn't like that, and I didn't like a few other things. But like overall, uh, you could sit down and watch this movie, and uh, it sucks, but it's not offensive. It's not offensively bad. And I would have been willing to sit in for a sequel to this movie. I would have been fine with a sequel to this movie. I just, I, you know, te- not getting John Connor right is an epidemic in this. <laughs> yeah. Series. Yeah, it's what it's all about. And I think that brings us. Uh, did you ever watch any of the TV show? I didn't. I think I'm going to watch it now that you say it's good, though. I, I've never seen the TV show. I, I, uh, I was, I was interested and I tried to watch it one night and it's hard to find without commercials. I might just buy it now, though. I make a little more money. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I am an evangelist for the TV show. I just really love it. I think the cast is great. Lena Hetty as, uh, Sarah Connor is like really good. The, the kid who plays, John Connor, he's like less of a shithead than Edward Furlong is. He's a little bit more mature, but still kind of has, he's still a teenager. Um, they have Summer Glaw as like this female Terminator that's helping them. And she pl- actually plays a Terminator. There's no cutesiness about it. There's no bullshit about it. She's, you know, just, um, this, uh, deranged killing machine that's been tamed and you don't forget that. And all the characters are kind of in struggles with each other, lying to each other about it. They're always on the run. And what they do smart is that they send multiple terminators after them. So they might, you know, take four or five, six episodes to defeat one, have a couple episodes of breather and, but then another one, you know, comes and it feels it was like it has a really good pacing to it. There's, you know, resistance fighters from the future who end up coming there and they're running like their own missions that don't have anything to do with Sarah Connor. So it makes the world seem like a lot bigger. Like the robots, you realize that there's actually a civil war between Skynet, which some of them are, you know, want to eradicate humanity and some of them want to come to peace. There's just, it makes the world, even though it's a TV show, the world in the TV show is a lot bigger uh than the, in the films and one of the most things i love about it is like brian austin green from now two and always in it as kyle reese's brother and he's just like really really cool in it like he's like what all these jai courtney's are trying to like be uh he's just like effortlessly like charismatic and kind of badass kind of has like a ba- white boy he listens to rap energy to him but like in a cool <laughs> way and it's just you you see why um megan fox uh married him when you watch this show because he's like very very uh good in it it's it's just like a very you know it lo- i love this show i love i really really uh enjoyed it and i had no 
anticipation for it. I didn't want to watch it. I it it just ended up being on TV, and I was kind of mesmerized by. Oh wait, they really do, do like get what Terminator should be and get the tone right because the tone is not jokey at all. This is probably the most serious. It's probably more a little bit more serious than actually in than T two. Um, actually, definitely more serious than T two. It's probably don't like only Terminator one is a little bit more serious in tone uh, than the series. And I, I just you know I think it's fantastic. I, I think uh, something I've noticed, Leslie, is that you you do like the TV series of like a lot of movies <laughs> that better than some of them. Like what you like the Blade TV show, right? Uh, oh no, I I only watched like, one episode of it. Oh okay, but no, it's then it was uh, Hannibal though. Hannibal. Hannibal, and there was a, the Crow. The Crow, the yeah, Crow. the Crow TV show is <laughs> pretty good. It's better than yeah. the sequel. It's definitely better than the sequel. Uh, <laughs> yeah, things. but uh, the Crow is one of my favorite movies, but. I mean, I, I think I'm going to order it and just watch it on the fucking plane tomorrow. I got to be on a plane for six oh, hours. Yeah. Like, might as well watch. I, I can either do that or play Luigi's Mansion, <laughs> which I haven't figured out how to play yet. But I have it. Um, the new one. I, I'm so I've been in suspense since Saturday. Dark fate. To find out what you thought of this movie. All right. <laughs> so I, I'll, I'll start off by saying it's certainly the best one besides the first and the second one, right? Sir, no doubt about that. I think a lot, like it has some pretty strong action scenes, and I, but it's really carried by like Linda Hamilton and Arnold Schwarzenegger's characters and um and unfortunately they're not really the main characters but they're the heart, kind of the heart of the story of the movie is them coming to grips with each other uh, especially Arnold's character as I, I was saying earlier about how the you know kind of the storyline of these terminator films if you try to take them all together is the t800 learning how to be human and in this film this film like takes that concept you know to the breaking point where he really does you know try to live his life as a human being but his past as a relentless uh killers killing machine catches up with them i wish it had been that movie I just described instead of that movie being a subplot of this larger film where, you know, now John Connor uh, gets killed in the first scene. And so there is no more John Connor. And um, we have a new John Connor uh, with uh, a young woman named uh, Danny um, who ends up being the John Connor of the future, which I like, I don't necessarily have a problem with that happening, but it, it just, you know, it's not the most interesting thing to happen. Like we already know we already had like a promised one before, and now <laughs> you've just switched it out with someone else. When you do have like a newer, more interesting story with, you know, Sarah Connor and Arnold Schwarzenegger and it, feel, and it feels like the studio was afraid to make a movie about two old people um, and so that's why we had to have um, Mackenzie Davis and um, uh, uh, Natalia Reyes 
in it as the main characters uh, to, you know, give some youth to these older but much more interesting characters. So I like this movie a lot. Like, I I, I think (laughs) I like it. I I, I would love it if this was the third movie (laughs) of the Terminators and there were any of the other bad ones. Um, there, I do have problems with it. Uh, one of the problems I have is that the, uh, woman that comes back, that's Mackenzie Davis, uh, whatever Davis, right? Uh, so I, I'm going to come around this. I'm going to go around the long way to get to this real quick in the Bourne series, right? Jason Bourne is a genius and a super killer and he's just great. Right. And then, uh, they made the one with Jeremy Renner. And he had to take drugs. He he had to have these pills in order to be great. So, like, most of the movie becomes, like, chasing down these pills so that he has this genius pill so he can be a genius. And it really bothered me that they sent this this person that could fight for a couple of minutes. And then a good portion of the movie is just them like trying to get like a (laughs) banana and some insulin for her, you know? And it's like, that was, that was very frustrating to me. I I think like, uh, I, I almost would have rather her been just a Terminator, you know, than a human that bothered me. Um, but other than that, I, I, I like, I thought this was like a good movie. I, I didn't, I did. I I went in expecting a very bad movie, and uh, I came out and I was like, ah, man, I really got invested in that movie. So, um, I liked uh, I, I liked everybody in the movie, and you're right, the movie about Arnold Schwarzenegger and Linda Hamilton, like reconciling their differences, is the movie. The movie should have been about the life of this T eight hundred living in the woods. I mean, it like, I don't know why they didn't do it. That's all Hollywood likes to do now. <laughs> it's like a goofy kind of like, and it would have been funny. It would have fucking probably been a comedy, you know, <laughs> if they had played up that part of the movie. Like it's, that seems like what Hollywood wants to do. And, and this was the first one that mixed humor in and got it right. You know, like Terminator 3 gets it wrong. This one, I think, got the humor right. And, uh, I mean, I just, the new, the, the Mackenzie Davis character doesn't seem like she's going to be back anyway. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> doesn't seem I like it. Not. She explodes. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I didn't, I, I mean, for, that was the only thing that annoyed me in, in this movie. The only big flaw in this movie to me was that the, fucking main badass had to refuel every fucking she says i can only fight if i don't kill a terminator within three minutes then i have to refuel or or i crash and they kill me and it's like well you suck then well well, like what she says is that if you don't meaning anyone if you don't kill a terminator in the first few minutes uh you're dead which kind of goes against what we know about Terminators yeah, from the film. It takes a long time. But but it's it I think is actually kind of fine for I can I can accept that. Basically she's coming from the future with this knowledge saying usually the Terminators you need to, you know, hit them hard and hit them fast. So that's why I'm designed 
uh, for the problem. I have a, a pro- some tonal problems with it and mostly with the script and the character. So th- there's five writers on this. And I don't think any of those five writers, uh, including James Cameron, seem to remember what a Terminator is and sounds like. Because <laughs> none of the Terminator characters talk like robots or talk like machines like uh diego luna who's the main bad guy oh excuse me uh gabriel luna who's the main bad guy has all the personality in the world now i can understand you know um the machines like learning and getting better but you should like mention that or something and even even still like i like how like cold and robotic determinators were that's like a thing i like to see in the film but when you have arnold growing into a human and the main villain is like uh hey what's up what's up with the bucks you know kind of guy like (laughs) hey 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 buddy how's it going how's it hanging like when you when the main bad guy is like terminator is like telling jokes then like what is this movie about it's like there's no more terminators anymore there's no more cold you know heartless machines and they also missed the opportunity with Mackenzie tavis because what the tv show gets you know right about this is that if you actually had and even the first terminator if you had to live through the terminator future and then come back to the you know our time you would be fucked up with serious ptsd you would not know how to talk to normal people you would be just fucking deranged for the most part you would just be you everyone would think you were crazy all the time because of the way you would have to act in the future would not vibe with how we acted now even you know um Linda Hamilton's character, Sarah Connor in T2, even though she's not from the future, she gets that as well. She has that, you know, sense of doom and despair and it changes her. While Mackenzie Davis just acts like anybody in any other movie. Like she's just like, you know, kind of cracking jokes and being, well, not necessarily cracking jokes, but cracking wise a little bit. She just doesn't have seem like someone who's like entire life has been a non-stop war that she just left five minutes ago <laughs> and if she doesn't you know stop this unstoppable killing machine then all of it is for naught that just that just was not the character they gave her and i'm sure she could have played it but like the script it just wasn't in the script yeah yeah i i mean I really like her in Halt and Catch Fire. Like, I love that show. I don't know if you've ever watched it, but it's good. Um, <laughs> so I, I had like kind of an affection for, for her at the beginning. I do think that the, the bad guy has like two minutes of the movie where he's cold and calculating, but then he start he takes over bodies and he seems to be able to like take over their personalities and get their memories too. Yeah. Which, that's I I I I can understand that. I do think like <laughs> this movie is incredibly woke that it was like seems like it was kind of written to be like 
I don't know. This movie seems like it was written for me to like it. Yeah, you know what I, you know what I mean. Like uh, so much of you it. You mean like the bar, uh, the Hispanic Terminator killing all the Border Patrol agents? Yes, yes, that's exactly it. They were they just fucking murdered a million. All every character in this movie kills a Border Patrol agent, <laughs> and it's like this is fucking awesome. You know, <laughs> like I really loved it, and and like. uh you know, there's a quote know. going around from James uh, Cameron that I'll read about T2. Um, so he says, the Terminator films are not really about the human race getting killed off by future mach- machines. They're about us losing touch with our own humanity and becoming machines, which allows us to kill and brutalize each other. Cops think of all non-cops as less than they are, stupid, weak, and evil. They dehumanize the people they are sworn to protect and desensitize themselves in order to do that job. So that's why he made the uh, T-1000 a LAPD officer, and I'm pretty sure that's why he uh, both made the... um, the villain in this one, a border patrol agent, and had them kill a bunch of border patrol agents. James Cameron's the coolest guy well, now to me. <laughs> well, I mean, he's made a bunch of shitty movies, and he's like, really oh. dumb. Actually, if he's really, if you see him try have a conversation with George Lucas, he's really <laughs> a quite dumb man. But that's the smartest thing he said. So good instinct. Yeah, there. I mean that's that's a good thing. But yeah, the the this it doesn't feel like it's beating you over the head either and there's always been a a a strong woman lead in the terminator movies like sarah connor is always well in the first one she gets stronger as the movie goes through uh and i like i liked it i i again very i there were parts of it that were kind of annoying i i was like kind of annoyed with her and uh mackenzie davis fighting for so long it's like at some point this has to become a team yeah that and was it, really I felt weird. like it lasted way too fucking long that they didn't like each other like yeah. it's basically the first hour and 15 minutes of the movie they're just bickering and it's fucking annoying yeah it, it was really weird and strange and then danny she disappears for that first hour right like she doesn't really do anything even though she's supposed to be the savior of the future now towards the end she gets to do more and you get to see i like this i like the rise of her character but you know what i also like the rise of uh john connor when it happened in the sarah chronic chronicles where he started to be mature and become more like the john connor we know so i don't know why they had to like kill john connor i don't know they could have just said like oh he's off safe somewhere and then you know sarah connor goes off and you know fights these new terminators or whatever just they also nodded to terminator one two three and genesis which i thought was like oh hey you know actually (laughs) that's kind of cool they said genesis doesn't exist it's just one oh okay well well they there was so much that was like three in this too i think they took a few things from terminator 3 it felt like but uh so this is the third movie yes in, this is supposed to be canon. the third movie uh in the canon only one and two in the this one and i you know like there were it, i do have to say like that one action scene that's in the trailer with the airplane and the dam you can barely see that it's so dark it's so dark I don't, I, I don't know why they, well, I know why, cause it looks like shit if it's lit up. Yeah. Because it's all CGI, but yeah, you can't, 
the like the plane crashing and stuff is very hard to see. They might as well have been a black plane flying at night. Yeah. <laughs> like uh I, I mean I thought the action was really cool in this. Like I thought the first car chase and the first fight in the factory was really fucking cool. Yeah. And and you could see that they wanted to tell a story about automation and stuff like that. I you know, I think they'll make another one. Oh. Um I don't know. I'm fairly certain. I I don't know because well they'll make another one. I don't know if it'll be a splinter off of this because uh, this one they're already calling it a, a flop basically. Um, even though well, I actually have a funny story about this one. I uh, my bank card got shut off, but I was I didn't know this yet, and I was on the AMC app ordering tickets to see this movie in IMAX at a very common time. 9.15 p.m. on a Saturday, right? And um, I go and I bring up the seating chart and only three seats are full. But it keeps saying it couldn't put my order in. And I was like, well, the site must be down because there's no way there's only three tickets sold to Terminator Genesis <laughs> or, or Terminator Dark Fate on a Saturday night at 9.15 p.m. And uh, no, the site wasn't down. It was working perfectly. <laughs> they sold three tickets. Yeah, like it's just, you know, I think it's just really hard to get people excited about a new Terminator because they, as you said, you know, they've been disappointed so many times already. And the only thing they really, you know, were promising in, with this one is what they've already seen before. You know, Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor, Arthur Schwarzenegger as the T-800. And, you know, I have to say, like, it, it, the trailers for this did not sell me on the new characters at all. They ended up being a little bit more interesting, a little more engaging when I got to see the film. But, like, I wasn't really interested in Mackenzie Davis or Gabriel Luna. I didn't even know Natalia Reyes was in this movie. Like, I didn't even know she was in the movie from the trailer. I didn't either. I didn't. I, it's funny. I, I really, truly, like, didn't care about this either. And it felt like a, a second tier sort of movie. It didn't feel like a blockbuster no, Hollywood movie this time. It When it was coming out, it sort of felt like the transporter. Yeah. Like, on that tier of action movie. Yeah. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm saying that, like... They've done so much damage to like the Terminator series that nobody's going to get excited for these movies anymore. It's, it's impossible. But like, I think once people see this on DVD, I, I, I do feel like it could pick up steam a little bit. It's just, it's not bad. And everybody's going to eventually watch it because that's how it works. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Like they just don't see it in the theater. Yeah. And uh I, I think this one I, I I would continue watching this series. Uh, although you're you're right. I would like to have John Connor. I maybe that's sexist or something. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but a, like he, I've been just fo following John Connor for a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah we we want John <laughs> Connor. We've been seeing him for so long. It's just like, you know, with Luke Skywalker and Star Wars, when you build up this anticipation for thirty uh, five years, you know, you should pay it off in a satisfying way at some point. And I don't think like shooting a 16 year old in the head with a <laughs> shotgun a bunch of times is really the way, uh, to really, you know, keep people connected, uh, to this. Even though I have to say, you know, uh, Lyndall Hamilton does a fantastic job 
in this, you know, I just absolutely, uh, breathtaking, uh, in this role again. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger does a really good job, uh, does some of his ba- best acting, I think, but there's just like, that should have been the movie if you're going to kill off John Connor. Um, make that the movie. Don't give us another John Connor and her, you know, bet her battery depleting like uh protector. <laughs> I do like uh I, I like Danny too. I thought the character was like getting it, it was getting somewhere by the end of the movie. But you're totally right. She almost kind of disappears yeah, she disappears for whole periods of the movie. Yeah, yeah. But by the end she I'm interested yeah, in yeah. like where she goes next. And it, it, I hope they use her again. And I hope they, I hope they make another one. I, I really liked, I liked, I think maybe like, I liked the last scene a lot, like where she's watching. She says, I'm not going to watch her die again. Like they pull up in the Jeep and it looks like they're just going to drive around with each other until skynet happens well well, here's the thing it's not skynet anymore it's legion Legion. which is criminal that is a criminal (laughs) change i know skynet sounds perfect because it sounds exactly like something that a you know corporation from the 80s or the 90s would call their new thing right they wouldn't call it fucking legion that's so like derivative and like it's been done so many times how could you change skynet's name i know skynet and cyberdyne systems yeah. is such like a they're great names for companies and they sound evil they started that with genesis though like you know skynet ended up being genesis in this and it was just a comment on your uh on how much we use our phones i guess like <laughs> it was a very stupid movie but uh in this one yeah switching it to legion actually like switching it to legion makes it sound like a sort of a a, a collective or or a uh a crew of people or maybe like a like that's what they would call a group of anarchist bad guys yeah. in a movie when they made them you <laughs> yeah, know would yeah. be called legion it's weird that they named it that and and they don't really explain why it's legion they just say oh no like skynet doesn't happen but legion does it and you're like oh all right uh, okay i guess like it could have just been skynet yeah yeah yeah. like <laughs> the name change didn't have to happen yeah the best thing as we said the best thing about terminator 3 is the end that shows the inevitability of skynet and this film is like yeah it's inevitable we're, we're still going we're going to change the name like just because and they actually do away with the inevitability they make it seem like they did you know stop wait how did they stop it they did wait they didn't stop it in this film. They just made sure that Danny was still alive to fight it. Yeah, I felt like the ending was depressing as shit in a way. You know, because it was like so, like all these people are going to die anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's in, like they did make Skynet or Legion inevitable in this movie. Wait, like, wait, wait. Let me try to remember. Like, mate, that doesn't make any sense because they. What she says something about not watching Grace. I'm I'm not gonna watch her die again. Dan. But it's just that like I'm gonna be there to train her when the shit goes. I'm gonna protect her when the shit goes down. Oh man, is what it seemed like to me. I because there isn't. I I don't think there's anything. There's no indication in the movie that they stopped it from happening. Yeah, they don't ever try to fight. There's no because in basically all the other ones they're trying to fight Skynet from happening yet t2 t3 
and Genesis. They're trying, they're directly fighting Skynet. This one is just about trying to survive the Terminator. Yeah. Right. Danny, Danny is unimportant if Skynet doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, like if the, if Legion doesn't happen, the Danny becomes an unimportant person that can just be killed. So basically they have, decided that legion is going to happen yeah <laughs> and it's just a matter of like I, I think if they're planning on making three of these things uh they probably saw it as the next one is when you know the shit goes down and the last one is the fight you know to danny's fight to beat skynet in the future but it's not gonna happen so <laughs> yeah they are, I, I yeah i really don't think they're I, yeah, everybody's saying that, you know, it's a bust, it's a failure. Like you say, everybody's going to watch it, but like, that's how you get a sequel to a, you know, B tier movie made. That's not how you get a sequel to Terminator. Like, I think, you know, sh- I, I can't imagine that there won't be another Terminator film, but they're going to have, they're probably going to just, I think, start over, over, start small, make another, you know, slasher movie. But, you know, a new T-800, a new Sarah Connor, maybe not, maybe don't call her Sarah Connor and just, you know, basically really remake, um, the original one in a way that they can move forward before, you know, James Cameron decided that everyone had to be the most expensive film ever made. Yeah. I mean, I, I really like. This is a real bummer to me because, I mean, Leslie, you're giving it the best review, one of the best reviews I've ever heard you give a new movie. So (laughs) (laughs) I listen all the time and you usually hate everything, but this time even you're like, no, this isn't that bad. This what? this is, I mean, I would rather have more of this than a fucking new Ant-Man, yeah, you know, of course, of course. <laughs> like I would rather have more of this than anything. I mean, honestly, I'd rather have more crank movies than, than any other movies, but that isn't going to fucking happen. Uh, so like, uh, I, I liked this and, and I think they could have done, they could make something good. I don't like retconning all the stuff we liked from the first movies. Like I, again, like, like you said, Skynet's a great fucking name. Cyberdyne Systems yeah. is, is, is cool. And like you have this history. It's kind of like what WWE does, right? Like they treat everybody like this episode is the first time they're ever watching it. Yeah. And this movie feels like it's treating you like this is the first Terminator that's ever happened. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I, I just don't, I, I, I'm sorry, but I don't see it, uh, the sequel happening. I think if anything, we're just going to get a new film, probably 2022, just titled Terminator. With Jai Courtney as the Terminator. <laughs> that would... Chasing Sam Worthington around. <laughs> you know what? Let him do. I mean, they're going to fuck it up. There's no possible way anybody get, they get that movie right. Even though like Terminator could, you could basically, you have a template for a Terminator movie, (laughs) you know, like you could make a really cool movie and start it all over again and get us a new Terminator, maybe Batista or fucking uh, John Cena or something. John Cena would actually be great as a Terminator. He looks like a fucking Terminator to me, but yeah, I, I mean, if they started over, I'm, I'm willing to watch it. Um, I, I don't, 
I think it'll be too funny. You know, not actually funny, but the goal of the movie will be to be funny. Yeah. And that's what's going to suck about it. Like, everything has to smirk and wink at you now, and it sucks. Yeah, the only way to make make it, you know, make this, you know, remake really work is to get the tone of the original right. Make it, you know, this relentless kind of horror film. R-rated. We didn't mention the fact that, you know, Terminator 3 and salvation and genesis aren't even r-rated uh films and um it's dark i don't even know if dark our dark fate was r-rated i don't know like there wasn't any too much r-rated stuff in it it didn't seem that particularly that violent um but yeah like having three of these movies in the middle not being r-rated action films is just you know killer killer it just does a lot to like they just forgot what brought them to the dance? With- I, I'm like, I, you got me to check this out. I, I Googled Terminator Dark Fate, and there's an article in the LA Times uh, called Terminator Dark Fate, What Makes a Franchise Live or Die? And uh, the last sentence, like, you're totally right about this, Leslie, is I think the Terminator producers greenlit a movie with a budget that was way out of whack for what a movie like this was going to do, Handler said. You've got a case of an aging franchise with aging actors that are far less relevant than they used to be. The aging actors are the best parts of the movie. Yeah, Like, they're not the fucking problem (laughs) with this movie. (laughs) But they're going to blame... You're totally right. They're going to reboot this because they feel like everybody's too old and people don't want to watch old people for some reason. Yeah. Like if they had, you know, made this, you know, cost, made it cost half as much, you know, you don't have to do a big CGI air crash scene. You don't even necessarily have to do because the car chase in the first Terminator is really good because of how they shoot it and how the film looks, but it's not a bunch of big explosions and city blocks being uh, destroyed, but it's still like tense. Like they should have been smart enough to say, all right, we shouldn't spend $200 million. Well, I, I think it's $150 million. We shouldn't have to spend $150 million on this new Terminator movie. Let's, you know, dial it back a little bit. Let's go back, you know, to our roots for real this time. Um, have it be about, you know, Sarah Connor and the Terminator. And even, you know, you could even sell it as like their final confrontation, you know, the final battle. The last time we're going to see these two people on screen together, bring us back to that emotional connection um, that we've, you know, that's brought us, that's been important to us from the beginning. But they didn't. Instead, they just sold us like, you know, the big stuff with the new characters that we don't know and that also die in the film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh it it's a shame. It, it's it's a shame that everybody feels like they have to compete with these enormous action movies when like a smaller action movie is I mean 90% of the smaller action like all of my favorite action movies are kind of small yeah. movies. You know, The Raid is not like an expensive movie to make, but it's it's awesome. And like uh uh Crank is one of my favorite action movies, and that wasn't, I don't think, too high of a budget. Uh the I even like the mechanic. Like there there's all kinds of I like I like a lot of like lower tier action movies yeah. where it's just like good fight scenes and good 
good, compelling, like just a story that makes you go between fight scenes. But like every movie, every franchise now has to compete with Infinity War. You know, like this movie, this movie felt like it was it was it was trying to be in the same tier as like an infinity war movie or or end game or uh um I'm trying to think of what the other there's only one franchise right now yeah, one successful <laughs> franchise right now <laughs> although dc on the come up right now i got to tell yeah. you they might take over the, but that's but what the thing they're doing is they're doing the non franchise because none of it fits together. They fired Superman and Batman, but they still have Aquaman and Wonder Woman, and they have a new Batman that's not going to fit with the other. Who knows? Who knows? It's good. It's it's better than the Marvel yeah. universe. But yeah, I I mean that's I, honestly the thing I see happening is them somehow integrating the Terminator into this or Star Wars. <laughs> like that that seems like a likely thing to happen now more than anything. Yeah, but I I mean I hope they make another one. I know that they're probably not going to. Maybe they should just make a TV show, like a prestige uh Terminator TV show yeah. or something. I I don't know what the solution is, but uh this was this movie will be unfairly categorized as a bad movie yeah when it is one of the best action movies i think one of the best action movies that's come out in a few years really because they don't make good ones yeah i i don't really think it's one of the one of the best but certainly it has i mean it has linda hamilton and arnold schwarzenegger in it and like (laughs) you know there's a value to that that i can't deny and i would probably watch this again on tnt me too. Yeah. I will probably watch. I I I could see myself watching this movie again, and uh, I'm just saying that there's no good at like, I there aren't haven't been a ton of good action movies that have come out recently. Yeah, like I guess Fast Five is <laughs> the, and the six last one. were like the last really good ones. So this was the first one I've left the theater feeling like, ah, shit, I saw something there. I, I saw something I kind of like there. <laughs> cool, cool. I mean, that's not like a high praise or anything, but that that's how it made me feel. Right, cool, cool. So, Brian, uh, you're heading to the West Coast tomorrow. Tell people where they can find Street Fight Live uh, in the next Okay. Week. On Saturday in Seattle, the 9th, November 9th, we will be doing Undercover Boss Live in a movie theater with secret special guests and all kinds of shit. On the uh, 10th, we will be in Seattle at the, some bar. But let me just say, I'm going to say this on the show because we can't like really say it online because stuff. But that show is going to be the POD cast, Minion Death Call, Blocked Party, Street Fight, and then all of us together. So like that is going to kick ass. And then, you know, we have tour dates up there. We're going to be hitting um, Oakland, L.A., and San Diego, too. Come and see us. Also, uh, I, I, I want to plug this on here, too, because I don't know if people... On our Patreon, there is a series that I just did called Shocktober yes. that has, like, people really, really liked. And uh, I just want people to listen. I want people to hear it because... Uh, everybody that's heard it has has given it like very high praise and uh, I'm really proud of it's me and Felix Biederman I'm really proud of what we did with that show so that's my plugs man cool cool. yeah definitely check out Shocktober and Street Fight Live if you're in the area 
thank you so much for listening to struggle session brian thank you so much for coming on great to talk to you again brother have- we're bringing struggle session on the road again uh, this is not over is- leslie <laughs> <laughs> awesome awesome uh, i have like an idea so just for the listeners i i have a few ideas so things will be phrased but thank you for having me yeah thank you man all right folks have a good one peace Like what you hear? Want to hear more? Check us out at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or struggle session.substack.com for all our public episodes, commercial free, as well as hundreds of bonus episodes. Thank you to all our listeners for holding us down five years strong.